welcome to the Chelp Chat podcast. I'm your host, Liam, along with my other co-host, DJ. DJ, how are you feeling? Good. How are you feeling, Liam? I'm feeling fine. All right, so this podcast will talk about hockey all the time. And yeah, we'll just start with a little bit of an intro of ourselves. DJ, why don't you take it away? So I just want to touch upon uh, the podcast, first of all. So we created this podcast because we're two very passionate hockey fans of both of our respective teams of the Leafs and the Sharks and just the NHL overall. We thought that, you know, we'd, uh, we'd like to talk hockey and we want to put our opinions out there. So we thought the best way to do that is incorporate the love of both of our teams and the sport and make a podcast. Um, so that's the whole reason behind this. This uh, project's been in the works for, uh, I would say, a couple of months, right? Yeah, I would say so. And uh, now we're finally bringing it out to you guys. So I will um, just give you guys a little background about myself. I'm a left winger. I have played every position there is, goalie, defense, center, and wing. Um, I've been playing hockey for about 12 years because I started skating when I was four. Um, And I met Liam through hockey about two, two and a half years ago. And... um, yeah, we just bonded from there, and uh, look where we are now. Podcast host. Right. So if you want to, you know, talk about uh, your uh, background in hockey, Liam, go ahead. All right. So I've been skating since I was four or three, and I've been playing, like, hockey in the league since I was six, and I am a two-way defenseman. So. Very good. Very offensive defenseman, by the way. He likes to chip in. Oh, yeah. I love to chip in offensively. Yeah. So, so have we touched hard. upon have we touched upon what we do on this podcast? I think we have, right? I think we have. We just talked about hockey. Yeah, and we will be doing weekly podcasts. We might be uploading uh, once or twice a week, definitely once. Uh, so we we don't have a set day for podcasts. So just be on the lookout whenever. Uh, I don't we'll know. Try where... to do it for once a week. We'll try yeah. to do it for a weekend, and then once maybe throughout a weekday if possible. Yeah. For sure. Um, we may have, um, so what, actually, let me rephrase that. Liam, what, um, you know, platforms can people find us on to listen? You can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and we will be reaching out to other platforms as well in the near future. So if you do want to follow us and be a part of our community, as it just starts off now, you can follow us on Instagram at Chalchat featuring the boys. And from our Instagram, you can also have a link to our blog site. Uh, we won't be using the blog site much. Uh, it's mainly for, you know, quick posts on, and opinions on, you know, trades that might happen throughout the week. And perhaps we don't want to spend a whole podcast talking about it. So right. I just want to put that out there. Uh, so Liam, what will, we be, what will we be talking about this episode? So this episode, we will be talking about the Sharks and all the moves that they can do this offseason including trades, free agency, draft picks, and all that sort. So, awesome. I'll take it away since I am the Sharks fan. So, the Sharks had a very, I don't know how much I can overstate this, but it was a horrible season. I'm pretty sure we were like the second or third worst team in the NHL. It was very bad. Yeah, very disappointing. To be honest with you, I, I definitely think uh, before you even get into overviewing your team, 
I think that the San Jose Sharks as a whole franchise going forward is on the downtrend. I think once you get into the team and start talking about some of the salaries and the player, I think there's you can't really avoid, you know, the mishaps they've had over the last, you know, three, four years and some of the trades they've made, the assets they've given up, the young assets. So I just wanted to state that out there that I think the Sharks, unfortunately, um, are going to be on the downtrend. And I don't think you'll see them as a contender probably for about anywhere between five to seven years until they start recouping their draft picks and getting some decent prospects in there. Yep, definitely not a good time to be a Shark fan. Anyway, so we will try to see if we can speed up that process to maybe a few years by talking about their draft situation. Now, I do not think they have a first-round pick this year. I'm on cap-friendly right now, and I will tell you what they have, if you don't mind. So, for the 2020 draft year, of their own picks, they only have two. That's their second-round pick and their fifth-round pick. Okay. Now, the trade trade they made with Tampa Bay for Barkley Goudreau, they recouped a first-round pick, but I believe that pick's either going to be 30 or 31, so it's not going to be that deal with Tampa Bay Lightning. Mm -hmm. They have a second-round draft pick from the Colorado Avalanche. They have a fifth-round pick from the Senators. I don't know if that was in the Eric Carlson deal or not. I may have to check that out. And then they have no sixth, no fourth, no third, but they have two sevenths. One of the Pittsburgh Penguins and one of the Washington Capitals. Okay, so draft your sound looking good. Um, I would say just try to draft the best prospect available. It doesn't really matter what position. Because if you can, probably try to get a defenseman because all of their top defensemen are old. Eric Carlson's 30. But we all know he's not as good as he was in Ottawa, per se, right? Well, I think uh, Liam... I think looking at it, Eric Carlson, like you said, isn't the same guy in Ottawa. He's, you know, he's taken a couple injuries over the past few years that, you know, really affect his playing game. And I think having him on an $11.5 million contract till 26, 27, how old is he going to be? One, two, three, four, five, six. He's going to be 37 or 36 by then. Yeah, that's not going to be good. I think you definitely have screwed yourself there. I, I really I really can't make that any more crystal clear. And you've have Brett Burns signed for one you have Brett Burns basically signed until he's forty. Basically. Thirty nine. So that's retirement right. right there. Yeah. So what I would say to do is draft the best prospect available. If you can trap the D, but it doesn't really matter at this point. But they do have some solid young players like Thomas Hurdle and Timo Meyer. Not to cut you off, Liam, but Thomas Hurdle, I don't think, is that young. <laughs> He's 26. He's 26. It's, it's still relatively it's young, young. But it's not, you know, like Mitch Marner or Austin Matthews young, right? Right, yeah, you're right. He's not that young, but he's still relatively young. He's entering he's gonna enter his prime yeah. in the next year, in the next year or two. So like poof. Like, if you guys got a... This year with the draft, the next three years, you have a first-round pick every year. And then from okay. the, this year till 2022. Uh, you're a little lacking on your second and thirds. Um, you don't have a second in 2021, and you don't have a third this year. But besides that, you have three thirds in 2021. Okay. okay. Do you guys... Eat? Going forward, you guys are 
you know, you guys aren't like in trouble with draft picks, I would sort of say. You just have to draft smart. Yeah, pretty much. Especially within those later ones. Like, like position and draft, if you get what I mean. Yeah. Like you have a decent prospect defenseman in Ryan Merkley, but you don't have any decent prospect forward. So maybe with the 31st or 30th pick, you pick a decent, like the best forward option available. Right, yeah. Have something. Definitely could be. I would just say draft the best one available. If you can, maybe defenseman, just because you can pair them out wide. But you're right. We also do need some forward prospects. I didn't even touch on this, or I don't even think we touched on this, but San Jose has almost $15 million in cap space. I know. They really do have a lot of cap space. They have a lot. So this will just transition into our next thing. We will be talking about any possible trades. So, what do you see them doing? I would say trade Brett Burns if you can. The Martin Jones contract, it's, it's not good. So we're probably going to have to retain that for at least a few let me Let me ask you something, Liam. Let me ask you something here. Okay. What, what team would take that contract? I don't know. Exactly. I how really you, don't know what team would take what, that contract. How would you present yourself to a team? Because I don't think one team is going to eat that whole $8 million. I think you have to retain it down to four. You have to. Well, for Brent Burns? Yeah, you have to. Now, you're gonna see, have, I could say you're going to eat some of that salary. Nobody's going to. I'll have to eat a little bit of it, but I won't. It would be. I wouldn't say half. I would probably say you probably retain two million, and then we just go from there. Because two mil, six million for Brent Burns, like at least right now, is good. The only if it's bench is thirty-five, so he's definitely not young, and he's probably going to be in the twilight years of his career now. Yep. So. That's it's gonna be hard. We have a lot of big contracts that just aren't there aren't valuable. Like the only ones I would say are good contracts is the Thomas Hurdle contract. And the Timo contract can turn out to be a good one if he keeps developing. The Evander came one right now, actually. Seven million. Right now it's fine, but I'm worried in like two or three years it's just gonna look awful. Well let me be so honest. With you. Let me be honest with you, Liam. Right. I don't want to be rude when I say this, but your forward core is lacking. Your forward core is garbage. Yeah, I know. Your your bright spots are Meyer, Hurdle, and Kachur, but Kachur's 31 already. Yeah. Yeah. Jumbo, I think Jumbo Joe's a walk. I don't think you re-sign him. I think he goes to a team like maybe the Toronto Maple Leafs or somebody who's in need of a veteran. And he wants yeah. like, he, he wants to win a Stanley Cup, right? Yeah, I'd I'd let him walk as well, just so we can win that Stanley Cup. Because he deserves it. One of the best passes of this generation. Look, like your average age is twenty five and a, like twenty five and a half, almost there. Yeah. Oh, I also realized Kevin LeBanc uh, Le, is still on, so I would actually try to resign him. He's an RFA. What would, What do you think you'd ask? No, he had a really, he had a pretty good season. He had a good season. Like last year, he had like that fifty point season. This year, I think he had. What was he? He played like sixty games, and he still had like thirty something points, or like near forty. Let me look at that quickly. He had. Let's see here. Can we see? This past year, in seventy games, he put up fourteen goals and nineteen assists for thirty three points, with a plus minus of minus thirty three. Okay. 
And in the year you were talking about, the past year, in 82 yeah. games, he put up 56 points, 17 goals and 39 assists with a minus one. Yeah, that's definitely that's definitely a good contract, considering like what we paid him. Because I'm pretty sure we paid a million dollars. Like it was a really good contract. Let me see. Yeah, last year he yeah. cap it was a million dollars. Yeah. So see, he's only 24, and he did show glimpses that he could be a really solid NHL player. So I would try to keep them. But then if things don't work out, then you could possibly like in a, two or three years. Like I would give him a contract until he's 20, like a four-year. So if I were you. If I were you, and I'm I'm Doug Wilson, right? Doug Wilson's the GM right now, I'm pretty sure. If I'm Doug Wilson, I'm thinking, this guy's good. But has he reached his ceiling? Probably not. He's still relatively young, right? 24? Yeah, he's 24. He's put up 100. Bridge deal. He's put up 149 points at 284 NHL games. That's not terrible. That's not terrible. Mm-hmm. For a Sharks team this past year, that was absolute garbage. Yeah. Um, so what I would do if I was Doug Wilson is I would give him a two-year bridge at about two and a half to three and a half, anywhere in that vicinity. Mm-hmm. A, you guys have the cap space, and B, you yeah. can give him an opportunity in the top six. Right. Because of your lacking forward depth. Yeah. So, yeah, as you can see, we are definitely stuck with these contracts. So do you want to, while we're talking about the forwards, because I think that's what we're talking about right now. Right. While we're on the forwards, do you maybe want to mention what you want to see out of, you know, the Sharks management come free agency and maybe what they do with that forward core? I would say, see, we have a lot of cap space, but right now our contract situation is not good. I would say if you really, if let's just say I'm Doug Wilson, right? And I really want to go all in because I know I won't be able to move a lot of these contracts. I would say bolster the depth. So, depth so let me tell you who's available because you're looking for forward depth, right? So I'm looking at all the uh, UFA, uh, the yeah, UFA forwards well right now. So first of all, talking about Taylor Hall, I don't even think you guys would be anywhere close to getting Taylor Hall. No offense. Yeah, uh, Michael Granlin. Okay, you know what? I'll be honest with you. Mik- Mikhail or Michael Granlin wouldn't actually be a bad option for the Sharks. Yeah. Because he could definitely slot in as your number. Because if you got okay, if you want to stay competitive next year and be a playoff team, possibly, if you have Granlin, you go Couture, Hurdle, Granlin as your one, two, three, or Granlin plays the wing, and then you have a you have a pretty decent top six. Yeah, it's definitely that's definitely a decent one. Yeah, then we just need to get even more depth, right? Because he's not going to cost you what? So how many? We said the Sharks have fourteen point something, like fourteen million. Just okay. So you know what? I'm going to jot this down. So I'm going to give you my free agency picks, and then you want to, if you want to give me yours, we'll do that. All right. Okay. What I think the San Jose Sharks should do, personally, is since we're probably stuck with these contracts. We're more likely than not going to have to retool instead of rebuild just because we cannot move a lot of these contracts. So I will see who is on the market right now. So I just want to make this apparent that I think while you have this aging forward core, you should, because they are, they're not crap players. They're good players. They they were good and they still are. So I definitely think you should still try to win a cup. Because I feel until Brett Burns and Mark at Vla- Edward Vlasic and Eric Carlson, like Eric Carlson's like used to be 
one of the best defensemen in the league. Didn't he win a Norris or something? I yeah, he won like, two Norrises. Okay, so like when you have talent like that on your blue line and your forwards aren't that bad, then maybe you should try to win a cup. So Wait, I. What think, do you think about this? Tyler Toffoli on the Sharks. I think Tyler Toffoli is going back to the Vancouver Canucks. I think he was a match made in heaven with Vancouver, and I think they're going to keep him. Yeah, if they don't keep him though, I would go for Tyler Toffoli. I'm just saying. So you know what? I'm going to tell you what I think the Sharks should do. Right. So first of all, I really, I really like the Michael Granlin signing. Yes, uh, with COVID and everything going on, the players are going to have to take a little bit hit, uh, hit on their payments. So I have the Sharks signing Michael Granlin for about five and a half million dollars mm-hmm. over like a five-year deal, and that way you only pay him till he's 33. As I was saying, I would sign Michael Granlin for about, you know. A five point five million dollar contract over five years. You pay him till he's thirty three. He can play in your top six. So now you guys kind of have a bolstered top six. So your top six would be looking Couture, Kane, Meyer, Hurdle, LeBlanc, and Granlin. That's not a bad top six. Yeah, that's a pretty that's solid top six. If you want scoring depth now, I would look at someone like hmm. Like Josh Levo, I feel like Josh Levo because I'm a big. Well, obviously, everybody knows at this point I'm a huge Leafs fan. I don't really oh, know yeah. if I need to make it more apparent, but Josh Levo did not get an opportunity on Toronto, and you saw when he went to Vancouver the opportunity he got and the points he put up. I think he had a 17 points, uh, 17 goal season. Like that's insane. So I feel like if Josh Levo played on the third line, the Sharks, there's your scoring, and he plays like an absolute monster. He he'll go in the corners and hit. Mm-hmm. What did he make last year? He made one point five. He made one point five. So if you sign Levo for one point two five, Liam, on you a two-year have, deal, on a two-year deal, you still have about seven and a half million dollars in cap space. Yeah. You re-sign Melker Carlson because he's a decent third-line center or fourth-line center. Yeah. So I was also looking at this. So Alex Gachenyuk is still up on the board. See, I don't know if I would take him. Mm-hmm. But if I can get him for a bit of a cheaper deal, like at um, he's making what is it, four point six million, four point eight million, four four point nine. I'm looking at it right now. He can play any position. But no offense, the career he has had and and you know the shit that's went down. Do you really want to give him a contract? Don't get me wrong. I want to see this guy flourish and become a decent you know player because he was a third overall pick, I believe. Yeah, he was there for the Yeah, so you know what? I think he needs a chance on, I wouldn't say a rebuilding team, and I wouldn't say like a contending team. I would say he needs a chance on like a middle-class team. Um, Someone like could be next year. No, no, no. I I heard this. I was reading it on a website the other day. I forget what website. I don't want to steal this information. I just want to mention it, that maybe he should go to a team like the Washington Capitals. Because you have Russian leadership on that team, Kuznetsov, Ovechkin, Orlov, right? Now Sonov is the goalie. So he would fit right in. Yeah, wait, is Alex Kuznetsov Russian? He is. He is Russian. Oh, but okay. you know what? I'm looking at it now, and if, you know who would actually make sense on the Sharks? Who? Vladimir, Vladislav Nemestikov as another third-line forward. Oh, yeah, you see him. Oh, yeah, he would be a good fit on 31 points in 65 games this year. That's not terrible. Yeah. And then uh, you literally just sign a fourth-line center because I think the guys... What do you guys have here? 
Alex True, Noah Gregor, Marcus Sorensen plays on the third line, right? Stefan Mosin, you give him another contract because I think he played decent with you guys this year. Malcolm Carlson. Yeah, and you re-sign Antti Sumela, and there's your forward core. You spend. That's definitely a lot better than it is now. You spend what seven seven and a half million dollars in free agency, and you get a a third liner and a and a second liner. And I right. did. Yeah, I don't think. Right? Here's the thing. I, I don't think the core right? really needs much changing. Yep. Except for maybe like get like another like uh, third liner or something like. Okay, I mean, really so with your comment there, so your lock of your your first pair, I would say, is Eric Carlson and Edward Vlasic. Yeah. Right? Right. And then perhaps you're the second one with, um, oh, what's his Oh, right, with uh, Ferraro. Is Ferraro, is, Fer, is Ferraro... Mario Ferraro, is he ready to make that jump to the, the, the top four? Is he that good yet? See, I think we need to give him a chance. He's only 22 as well. You probably need some of those minutes. So I'm, I'm, pencil, I'm penciling in a little little Sharks preview here. Dalton Proud, I haven't heard about him. Jacob Middleton, I don't even know who that is. Redeem, Redeem Simic, I know he got a contract extension, so I'm guessing he's a decent defenseman. So I'd probably pencil him in on your third pair. So And you have Ferraro. So yeah, like you said, I would only go out and sign one guy. So I'm going to look up some free agents here, free agent defensemen. Let's see Let's what they see. have. Who is available? Let me see here. It doesn't have to be a big name. Yeah. It could be someone like Ben Hunt. Oh, why don't you guys should sign Cody Cece. He's a great defenseman. Nope. <laughs> You know what? Actually, I'm looking at this, and this actually doesn't sound that bad. No, no, no. You'll like this. Would you sign Travis Hamnick? 29 years old, right-handed defenseman. He's, I think he's a bit more defensive than offensive-minded. You, you play him with Ferraro so the kid can learn from him. Right. Or yeah, and then I would also bring... I would see if there's room to bring up Brian Merkley on the third line. As well, maybe you salt Merkley in throughout the season. You give him a couple exactly. of have him in and out of the lineup, right? Yeah, because and then with the goalie situation, I need to sort of sign a goalie. Like, okay, so Martin Jones, you can't move, but Aaron Dell is gonna walk because the team's gonna give him the money he wants. Mm-hmm. I would go, you know what? This, this is gonna, this, this might rattle you a bit. I would go Martin Jones and Thomas Grice. Yes. Thomas Price is also 34. I know, but he's been really solid for the Islanders these past few years. Yeah, he has. With, um... Oh, my gosh. This year he was with Gerlamov. Gerlamov. This year he was with Robin Leonard. Right, yeah. Definitely solid. Or like like you mentioned earlier, Cam Talbot might be a decent option, too. Yeah. Also, I think I I I would probably sign Cam Talbot because he's a little bit younger. He's 32, but he's still younger than 34, right? Yeah. So, plus his contract yeah, so isn't that much. Then the San Jose line would be a lot like better. At least that would be playoff content. Like that would be oh, a playoff game. If you okay, so now you signed Talbot. He made uh, about 2.75 last year. So I would probably I I'd probably give him a three by three, three years, three mil. So you guys would have about four million dollars roughly in cap space left. That's not terrible. 
Yeah. Not terrible. That it didn't make any trades throughout the season. Right. That's like that's not horrible. And then you're yeah. looking at a pretty decent. Oh, sh- uh, didn't I say you guys were gonna sign Hamnick? Yeah, I didn't even count for that. Uh, Hamnick made three something last season, so I'd probably pencil him in because of the whole COVID and salaries with teams. I'd probably pencil him in probably about the same amount or maybe 3.7 or a little bit more than what he made last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Almost like right up at the cap. Yeah, but you can yeah. always try to shed the cap, right? Well, because exactly. Arendelle Walk, I don't know if you guys have any buyouts right now. You don't. So you're good with that. If you, if you, you know, if someone wants to take Eric Carlson or Martin Jones, well, actually, you know what? I would try to move Martin Jones mm-hmm. and then maybe go a tandem of like Cam Talbot and I don't know. If, if you got Thomas Christ and Cam Talbot, that wouldn't be that bad. But like, I don't know if you're going to be able to afford both of those guys. Probably, probably not, right? Maybe depending on uh, if who what would you get back from Martin Jones, right? Well, yeah, that's another thing. Maybe you get a couple picks and a prospect, and then you're kind of good. I think yeah. my I, I know you're going to give your final thoughts in a second, but for me, I think the Sharks need to stay competitive. I think they got to try to win at least one more or make it at least you know to the playoffs a couple more times with their aging you know defense and forwards. Uh, I think it'd be nice to see some of those guys win a cup, like Eric Carlson and Brett Burns. I think that'd be definitely awesome. Uh, oh, so I, I think I, they should yeah. just try to remain competitive. I think right. they should just, you know, in the in, while they're trying to stay competitive and sign these guys, I think they should still be trying to recoup draft picks and trying to, you know, make minor changes to their team. Every tool. I hope I want to see them be a playoff team next year, but I don't think they will be. And that's where I'm going to end off my final thoughts on the Sharks. My final thoughts as well is now that I just, now we talked about it now, I think we should also retool because it's pretty much rebuilding. It's like we can't even move most of those contracts anyway, so we just got to deal deal what we have and try to build at least a playoff contender and stay competitive. So a lot of the younger guys like Timo Meyer. And uh, Ferraro can learn from the uh, older vets, right? Yep. So, and it's not like we can really move a lot of those contracts anyways. We're stuck with a lot of them for the time being. So those are also my final thoughts on the San Jose Sharks. Okay, everyone. Uh, that's going to wrap up this first podcast edition of the Chell Chat podcast. Right. I've that twice. Jeez. Um, we will be posting our podcast that we've recorded today probably within the next coming days uh so stay tuned on our instagram and our you know social medias and our blog to find out when this is coming out uh for our next podcast uh do you want to tell everybody what we're going to be talking about our next podcast we are going to be talking about the Leafs and what they should do with this offseason after a after a season after a season lee doesn't want to talk because he want to he doesn't want to get roasted about his sharks Okay, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I'm your co-host, DJ, signing off. And this is Liam signing off. Thank you so much for listening. And we will see you guys next time. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.